When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Ryback Show Friday Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you very much for joining me, everybody, on Instagram and TikTok. The big guy, Ryback22. We are streaming live over on those platforms, as always, on YouTube at Ryback TV, Twitch at Ryback Rules, and Periscope, Twitter, where I'm verified with the same shitty impressions, at Ryback. As always, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition Premium Supplements for men and women sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners, no artificial colors, vegan friendly for men, for women, for all people. FeedMeMore.com. You can save 20% from listening to this show for being a ride back or maybe you hate me, but you like my supplements because they're the best damn supplements on the planet. Save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. RYBACKSHOW20 over at checkout on FeedMeMore.com. We've got a spin and win wheel. You can save up to 25, 30, 35%. Get a free Feed Me More Nutrition gym bag. Uh, what else? We got half gallon water jugs for free on there. You can sign up for our email and text message alerts for exclusive weekly discounts. One message each. No spam message of positivity with a huge discount each and every week, guys. And you get 25% off for signing up for those joining our club on that. And that's that, guys. Hope everyone's having a great day as we are uh, heading into the weekend. Another great week over here. A lot of scar tissue broken up. Great leg training session. I'm actually going to be going into a 24-hour fast. Uh, shortly after, I'll have one more meal uh, to end the night after this recording. And uh, then I got a two-hour session on my shoulder, which I'm actually going to be bringing in one of my phone stands um, and getting footage of my massage of the manipulation of breaking up the scar tissue. 
uh, and then I'll edit some clips um, where you guys could see uh, how that process works. Um, I, I need to document that part of it, at least to have a little footage. Um, there's so much of this that's undocumented, and it's just, but it, there's there's pieces I put on social media. Um, the stem cell procedures have footage that are documented. Uh, the MRIs of the healing has been documented. I've actually got my MRIs uh, being approved to go get my back and shoulder done so that we actually can see the the actual improvement from that side of things. Um, even though like my back, there's absolutely 100% no pain. Some people need to be able to go, oh, well, I need to see it on the MRI too. Despite you were like, look, I was crippled and now I'm not. But people sometimes need to see that stuff. So this stuff is all in the process. I'm getting it all wrapped up and done on my end as my shoulders getting closer and closer uh, and just grinding away. Um, it's morning tonight. Uh, I, I wish I wasn't on the softball, it, but the softball takes hours of my day. I do work from my softball um, as well as getting the, the weekly treatments done. Um, and it's kind of been a group effort of, in learning and then trying to run everything and, and train and get in the, in the best shape possible while also being protective of the shoulder of like, I call it grinding away the arthritis because I had full blown arthritis and I'm just like saying, Nope, we don't have arthritis. And I'm forcing my shoulder to do something it, 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 it tried to protect itself from doing. And that's go back to normal. Um, and we've done it. It's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. Um, and it's taken a ridiculous amount of work, but I'm a stubborn motherfucker. And I, uh, I have a lot left in the, uh, to prove. Uh, I feel younger than I've, I've ever felt. Uh, my strength just keeps climbing. I was doing squats today, and I hadn't even squatted in like a month. I've been going to the gym doing like leg press and hack squats. And like my leg strength is really, really good right now. I go, man, my body's just getting stronger. And I think it's a combination of my diet being really, really locked in uh, and my carbs being at a decent amount while I'm actually getting leaner. And like my strength is climbing as my body is healed. It's a weird, weird dynamic. But here we are. And uh, exciting times. I appreciate the love and support with all of you, all five of you that have stuck with me. <laughs> What's going on? We got a super chat up here. I've already got the super chats coming in. You guys don't be afraid to throw the big guy money. Those add up when I go get my, when I, YouTube pays me on the 21st uh, of every month, those super chats really boost the uh, monthly revenue. And uh, I really like, it's just one revenue stream, but I love it. I can't, you know, you make thousands of dollars on one revenue stream. It's like, that's cool. Just doing what you like. And hopefully I can answer your questions accordingly. That's not even a question. Matt Helms just gave me five bucks. Cha-ching. Large coffee with a little tip for the nice little coffee lady at Starbucks. Guys, I'm not doing any more of the Ryback Has Heat videos. I enjoy not being in pain. I've done the hottest foods on the planet, guys. You just got to, like, I'm not... The people that do that for a living, I think they're batshit crazy. And I th I love it. I think it's great. But I think you have to be a little crazy to keep doing it long term. Because I was like, I get inflammation on it in my stomach and like, it ruins my day. And I'm like, I'm good. Like, I, I do stuff, but like, you're shitting flames. I don't know if you guys like know what that feels like. But go ahead and eat 
one of those mad dog sauces and eat like a tablespoonful and then just go about your day and you'll know what I'm talking about or eat one of the Pocky chip challenges that, and these companies just keep making everything hotter and hotter. And I'm like, okay, someone's just going to die at some point. I don't want it to be me. I've already proven I'm tough. I could do it and drive. Shaq was in tears, left the set. I eat a, the, the Pocky chip. I've eaten multiple Pocky chips. I go get a hot coffee and I drive and give a motivational speech. I don't know of how many other people have done that. I mean, what else do you want from me, guys? Like, you got to know when, when you got to know, you know, not to say that I wouldn't do it if the right situation, if, you know, I'm wrestling and Daniel Bryan's like, hey, I could do more hot stuff than you. I'm going to be like, Dan, I've proven you wrong once already when you said I couldn't deadlift three, what was it, 335, I think, for 30 times. There's a video, I put it on YouTube, and Dan called me out in front of everybody, and I go, I absolutely can. And he goes, go do it right now. I didn't even know they had a weight room. And all the boys, everyone went in. And uh, that was in the locker room. And I was like, I ain't your little bitch. You ain't going to call me out and win. And I had to go wrestle that night. Did I regret it a little bit later? Because my back was absolutely, my legs were fried. But I was like, I ain't letting anyone call me out if I know I could do something. And I, and I, and he had said something. And in all fairness, I talked a little bit of shit to Dan too, because Dan was always a shit disturber. And Dan was like bragging about how he deadlift like 200 and something pounds. I know, I think he was. <laughs> I think he was bragging that he he like deadlifted three hundred thirty five pounds. That's how I think we got to that number. And I and I said something to be like, "That's it." And then it triggered the like, "Well, what do you think, you guys?" Like, I can do that thirty times. And then it was like, "Well, let's go do it right now." And I and I was like, "Well, what do you mean?" He goes, "Oh, there's a weight room here at the at the, at the TV the the building." And I was like, let's go. I was in my singlet. I had my shorts and my my shirt on, and that singlet actually probably helped me a little bit. Because it was tight, wrapped, saran wrapped tight around my big guy body. And I, because uh, I don't even think I had a weight belt or anything. I just went in there and I don't think I warmed up. I just said, fuck it, let's go. Maybe I did do a small warm up. I don't remember. I just know the video is out there and I did it. I always back up what I say. Like, I was like, and I did it. But if I would have failed, you know, he would have got me, but he didn't. So, but if Dan by chance said, hey, you know, I'm better at eating hot stuff than you. I would I would talk shit to him because I know he can't. I know he could do hot stuff. He's done it. But he, I, I know because I have so much experience in it that he can't beat me. I've eaten the hottest stuff on the planet and survived. So then maybe of a situation like that, just to one-up Dan once once more, that's how that would come about. And then I would, I would have him do it on TV. I would make it on TV live, live on TV to really, really, really beat him. What's going on, guys? Bruce asked, do you know how many videos you have uploaded? I honestly have no idea, Bruce. I just live my life. The content's all there. I'll live on for it for ages. People will go back and watch these videos and be like, Jesus, he's always just told the truth. <laughs> I think it's a pretty cool thing, actually. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, Justin, for the quick shipping. Justin, good to see you, Matt Steel. I've been on, I think this is the third, is this the third or fourth recording this week? I think I, I took yesterday off. Did I Did I make, maybe did I miss another day this week? I can't even remember. Every day, it's Groundhog's Day every day. Work, sleep, repeat. And like in that, I'm living my life. I live a pretty amazing life. But I mean, it's, it is also, it's a lot of work. 
Uh, what do I think of? What do I think of W? Uh, wait, what do I think of AEW picking up WWE talent? Uh, so I don't look at it as like, I think some fans and like are always obsessed about like other companies signing other companies talent. All that matters is if, if, if a, if a character and a person is capable of contributing and performing, um, and is va a valuable asset, that's all that matters. It's all that matters. So I think AEW and they're going to have two TV shows. They're going to have the AEW, what elevation, or dark and dark elevation. So they, what do they possibly technically have four shows, two internet and two TV? I think you can't have enough talent. I think what's going to happen is, is a lot of the talent that the independent talent that got on TV early that wouldn't have necessarily gotten on TV before, but actually contributed and played a very key part of, of keeping the company afloat until more names became available. I think you're just going to see a more competitive environment as far as getting on TV, which is what it's always been. That's what you want. If Tony Khan, and he's a smart man by all accounts, he's going to create uh, the most competitive environment that he can as far as signing the best people for a TV product possible, right? So I think they signed more guys because those guys – my thing, my whole thing is I think sometimes fans get caught up in thinking one wrestling salaries are not crazy. They're not like, I know people, I know, and trust me, I get it. A million dollars isn't a lot of money, guys. It's not, it's not a lot of money. It might sound like a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money in the context of you're up there, you're paying taxes on that million dollars, three to 400,000 of that dollar, that money is going to the government, Right. Bam, down to around 600, 650,000 right there. Then you start adding in everything else. And you, you, you're, you're, you got to remember too. And I've, and I'm talking from experience because I've been poor before and I've had nothing that your style of living. And even though you're smart, but like you buy a nicer house, you buy a car, maybe buy a couple cars, your expenses just go up on that. So, but what I look at from a wrestling standpoint is the guys say they sign the guys and I, I throw that million dollar mark just because it's an even round number. And it, it's, it's actually a low amount for sports and entertainment, but a million dollars with that. Like if a company signs a guy and they're going to pay them that as a downside, then like if you market that guy, right. And you have action figures and merchandise, Right. And all, all sorts of other things like merchandising is such a key in this for, for a big company. You make so much more money off that talent in that year that that's nothing. And I've seen it from the numbers and um, I got all my, I got all my reports upstairs. I, I mean, it's, it, it's astronomical. The amount of money the Ryback brand brought into WWE and how little of that I got. And that's a lot, like pretty much everybody in WWE and I was on everything for a period of time. I mean, everything. I was on everything with with, with Cena, Orton, Mysterio, uh, Punk when he was there. Like I was on everything for for years, and so and so I, I made a you know a, a decent amount on that stuff. But you look at what they made on your on my stuff individually. You go, geez, that's how you learn. You look over those reports, and you're able to. That's why when I. You, when you, as far as working for a TV company, like to me, that's part of the conversation is like, what's the merchandising? 
And I've done that. I talked to Jeff Jarrett. I think I mean Jeff talked when he was still with Impact. And I was hurt. I just wanted to have a conversation because they were interested. And uh, I, I just wanted to I go, do you guys, they didn't have any merchandising anymore at the time, the way things. And I go, I was, I just wanted to see, like, talk, have a business conversation. I wasn't wrestling. Couldn't. That was all with my stuff. But I just wanted to see. And, and like, they had nothing in place for that. I go, that doesn't make sense because I can't sign then for the amount of money that I could actually bring in because you don't even have that available. And it wasn't like a, a, a negative, angry. It was just like, that's, and he understood completely. And it was, like, I was like, it, you know, I, and at the time I didn't realize yet that was in the beginning of like my stuff, how serious this all was going to be and how long it was going to take. But, you know, those are all conversations you have on the business side of things. It's like, well, what's the deal on the action figure with the video games, the merchandising, what other merchandising, what, what, you know, international deals are in place. How much, how much money is, realistically, you know, going to be able to be be earned and brought in that I can make the company because that's information you need to know as a wrestler to then figure out what your worth is. Oftentimes guys have no clue about any of that. And that's, and it, there's, that's, that's just regular business. And it's unfortunate because usually though in wrestling and wrestling is in mainly WWE is always frowned upon having an agent. Why do you think that is? Because an agent will do those exact things so that you can get your exact worth. So instead, they they frown upon it and, and punish talent that ever try to do that. And they, they, they don't want to deal with it. They say, why don't you want to deal with it? Because they're just asking the logical questions that a, a performer should have access to and, and, and have those numbers should be discussed when working out a contract to go work for a company for a multi-year deal. Instead, it's uh yeah, let's uh, put you on one hundred fifty thousand dollar downside, but you could you could earn way more than that, and then you're like, oh wow, that sounds like a cool number, and then you like that's what they do. That's why I speak up on this so younger wrestlers can get an idea, and I get it. Like, but this stuff has to be talked about. Yeah, WWE is at uh, sub uh, Allegiant Stadium for SummerSlam. I don't know what's going to happen with all that. I know now Allegiant Stadium has issued a mask deal for all fans in attendance that they have to wear a mask uh, for this show. And with everything, I don't know. I don't watch the news or anything, but I know. I just know that the coverage from what I've seen on social media, there the it seems like there's discussions, and I heard from somebody that that would be in the know that WWE had a backup plan uh, for the Thunderdome for SummerSlam just in case Allegiant Stadium uh, in, in Nevada pulls the the like concerts and public events, um, which is possible. There's still plenty of time. Uh, I hope that, I, that they don't do that. There's no reason for that to happen. Um, but this whole thing is just stupid and doesn't make any sense and never did from the start. So who's to say... It might not even go on here. We we got to wait and see what what how they're gonna keep playing this thing. So, what am I doing August twenty for oh, a good one, Bruce? Yeah, we've talked about it's actually on the weekend podcast on the Bray Wyatt conversation or discussion. Jake Truman, thank you very much, buddy. What do I think of Brock at Lesnar? I love Brock. 
We're going to block you, though. Cost, cost, gas. Yeah, don't you only make 25 to 35% for your own merch? No. Um, so for a WWE t-shirt that's usually $30, you make $1 a shirt. Um, I believe on the action figures, you get a little bit better percentage. Uh, we used to do photos when me and Cena um, that they would sell up at the stands, which I would beat him many nights, The which he didn't like but I like to bring that up because it's a fact. Um, they would sell those photos that they would buy. I found out the cost from merch. Each photo costs like a few pennies, um, like three or four cents, something like that. Um, and I would get, I think, 80-something cents, and then WWE would pocket uh, the remaining 19-plus dollars per photo, even though sitting and signing for hours. and you know, And it is what it is. It was cool to be able to do it. And uh, because not many people get to do that, but you can see how the percentages are, are not remotely like you just can't make money. You can't make a lot of money on it. But, you know, if you over everything, um, my best merch check, I think, was one hundred and like forty thousand dollars or one hundred and thirty something thousand dollars for the quarter. I think that when that was when I would already they already turned t- taken away already went heel and they took away all the feed me more stuff. If I would have kept on track and doing what I was doing, I would have my merch numbers would have been ridiculous. But they took that all away. That was when Vince cut me. Like Vince, they literally came. He goes, "We're taking away all your merch." When I was number two in Red Hot, and I just, what am I going to do? I had no idea. I didn't understand what was going on. But it was all a, this is everything was tied into my legal stuff, and that's why I talked about like the a lot of people can't seem to understand. Um, my point of view on all of this, you know? So that's why I've always just, I've always just given you guys the facts and all this stuff can be fa- researched and found out. I'm sure by somebody, it's not like made up shit. So, um, and you can go back to the time periods and be like, yeah, oh well, yeah, his merchandise went away. Oh yeah. They took the feed me more out of everything. And you know, so it is what it is. You're welcome on the almond milk. John says you're like Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, that's a compliment in a way, and from my sense of humor, I think. But Uncle Rico, I feel like I, I bring a little bit more to the table than Uncle Rico. I don't know if Uncle Rico would, would be uh, able to provide as much insight on certain things as I am. I'm able to. Good to see everybody on Instagram and uh, TikTok. What are my thoughts on Jeff Hardy? Uh, somebody asked on TikTok. I love Jeff Hardy. I got to tag with him at a uh, with a, for a show or two, and uh, I'm always been a, a big fan of the Hardy brothers, Matt and Jeff. They've both been very nice to me. Always treated me very nicely, uh, and I've always saw, seen them treat everybody um, with respect. Great guys. I'm very happy, and like I, I like, I you know both of them a lot. And and Matt, I've talked to. I think I've talked to Matt a little more than Jeff, and uh, and Matt was always great. And um, I've uh, I, I like everything that Matt is doing over in AEW. Uh, we didn't have a locker room bullies, guys. I don't know. I don't. 
who's the biggest locker room bully? <laughs> I'm just trying to picture who, you know, I don't know. We didn't, we didn't have, we didn't have, bull, we didn't have bullies. Roman wasn't the locker room leader when I was there. I don't know what, when I left, I can't speak of when I left, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even like things just took care of themselves. Like, I never, I, and I would never ever have anybody as a leader of me anyways. I wouldn't acknowledge that. I wanted my own person and my under my own rules and I treat people how I want to be treated. I don't put up with bullshit. So I don't, if, if there was a leader, nobody would ever, I think ever present that to me. And that's my opinion. I never, and I never saw it. I like Ming a lot. King Haku's awesome. He's always been very kind to me ever since I met him in FCW, uh, Florida Championship Wrestling and Developmental. He had a Ryback shirt he always wore down there. He one of my Ryback shirts. I like that always popped me. I was like, that was that was pretty cool when when Haku's wearing your shirt. I need to get a Haku shirt because that guy he is he's definitely he's badass. I would have loved to like seen some of the stuff. I think that would be pretty. I would love to get drunk with them. I think it'd be pretty cool. Those Samoans are tough. Samoans are tough guys, though. Uh, who's a wrestler I wish I had matches with? Uh, Benoit and uh, Eddie Guerrero. I wish I could have worked with more. Uh, I don't have any thoughts on JBL the bully. JBL was always uh, very nice to me. So, yes, I guess I'm. That's what I am with everything with a uh, with wrestling. I'm getting ready to to be able to go back. That's why I'm doing everything I'm doing and been doing. So, I know WWE made some more releases today, and it's always unfortunate. I think it was more NXT talent, if I'm not mistaken. It's part of the game. Those guys were all hopefully land on their feet. Hopefully everything stays open. They can keep. They can get a lot of bookings, um, and, and land in a in a in a better place with all of that. So, but uh, I would be I would be very interested. I think if WWE is sold, I would my I would definitely want to have more interest in going back to the WWE if Vince McMahon sells the company, which if they're gearing up for, which I, I'm again we're hearing uh, rumblings of that based off of them trying to cut numbers. I also think they may just be cutting numbers in anticipation of another lockdown. He might have insight into some information that maybe the, the way things are going. So maybe he's just cutting to keep numbers for future earnings reports. Very possible, but also possible that they are gearing up to get ready for a sale based off some of these weird, the Braun and Bryant, the Braun Malachi black and, um, Bray firings, uh, I, I can't make any sense of those because the revenue specifically Braun because Alistair was off TV for, and wasn't there a long time before, but still, as you can see what he's doing at AEW, I think he's a big time talent. Um, and I like him a lot. I like his moveset. Um, I like his presentation. I mean, he's into the devil shit, but I like, I like characters for wrestling. You need good and bad. He's just into the evil shit. <laughs> the, uh, but the revenue Braun and Bray were bringing in far um, exceeded 
uh, I would imagine I can't see it not their what their downsides were. So that those two firings I, I don't I don't understand. There could be other things going on we're not privy to. That's always that stuff always goes on. That happens all the time. I've seen stuff. I've seen so many lies put out on me by and people for just people needing to put headlines. I'm like that's not even remotely true. And then you know obviously the the fan base that reads that stuff is gonna pick and choose what they want to believe to you know either confirm what they they think they know or what their opinion is and it is what it is. Uh, no, I don't believe I ever met New New Jack. What's going on, guys? Joseph, yeah, 169 grams of protein, a solid man for 189 pounds. Just all depends on your goals and uh, if you're if you're building muscle at the rate that you want to. And if you're not, then you got to start adjusting the numbers a little bit. Uh, yeah, my gear. I have very. I have. I have. A, I have one singlet done. Uh, I got actually. Once things get closer, I got everything to initially come back all done. Um, I would have to get a new uh, singlet maker, which I have all my old singlets still pretty much. Um, so the size, and I'm, I'm pretty much the same size, so I, I, won't, I shouldn't have to make any adjustments. I haven't thrown a singlet on in three years, though. So maybe I'll throw one of them on just to see eventually before. I'm sure I will, no doubt. <clears throat> but the uh, – and then I have an airbrush guy. I haven't talked to him in a bit. Uh, I got to – I would have to get everything in place because usually I do one single in a month with that. But yeah, I, uh, I always use every single as an opportunity to just do something creative. And so definitely that'd be cool to do something like, you know, with the NWO, like the lightning and stuff with that. Definitely. I have that on my boots. That's how my, my wrestling boots are actually airbrushed. I always thought I had badass wrestling. It was low cut ankle boots. Luke Halliday. Thank you very much, bud. Uh, will we see you return to the ring? Yes, you will feed us more. Thank you very much, buddy. That is the goal with all of this that I'm, that I'm working towards. My back is 100%, and we're just keeping on every week with the shoulder. It's nonstop work, but my shoulder, it's its in a very good place right now. It's just, its and its it, every week it's getting closer and closer. The tissue's breaking up easier and easier. Um, it's very hard to communicate uh, this with people. I've never let myself go. I've never really, you know, I, I felt the need to be very honest from the beginning of this because there were so many lies and you know, there were like lies too, like on like, Oh, nobody wants to sign Ryback. Like that's not true. And even there was even stuff, even, you know, the, earlier this year, you know, like the Meltzer guy, like the guy just, he does nothing but put out lies about me and why that is. I'll never know. And I don't know if it's cause he, it all started around the CM Punk stuff. And I'll, I'll never understand it. I wish he just stuck, stuck to, like, talking numbers because I think the guy obviously does his homework enough to know his numbers. He's never met me. He doesn't know me. He's I, I just know for a fact, I swear to God, that the majority of stuff he's ever said about me is a flat-out lie. And, and he just – and I know he does it to other people. And it, it, I think it's just the, the shittiest way to go about living life and making money. But the uh, like he even put out the uh, blah blah AEW is not interested. Like I can show you, it's not true, right? So just like why does that even get put out? 
And it's like just it's not gonna stop anything. I know all I know the people like and there's other things, and like just but that's why I'm honest about what's going on. I'm like, I'm not even wrestling. So why is that even coming out when I'm not even wrestling? Right? It's crazy. And you know, so it is what it is. I'm doing a signing. I'm waiting. I got to actually email them. I need the images. I'm going to be doing a signing on September 18th uh, in Albany, New York at the mall in Albany. I'm waiting for them to send me that. And then later that night, I'm going to be doing another signing at their wrestling show on that. I'm not going to be wrestling or anything. I'm not wrestling. I like, I'm just doing signings. So um, that that is all that that is for that. Luke, uh, I would love uh, you to tag team with Brian Cage at AEW. Thank you, buddy. I'm I'm very invested in storylines and character. I'm not a fan of like just throwing like, oh, I just want to see cold matches or I want to see this and that. There has to be a story and dynamic. And, and I've got some stuff in my back pocket creatively for my return. I do want AEW to have drug testing too. That's something I do hope they get in place. I think it's needed in pro wrestling. Uh, Boo Boy, Boo Bull Mo Boy says, "Why would you yell stupid before you drop on someone?" Love it though. Probably before I did my splash, I'd hit the ropes, I'd hit my head, and I'd go stupid. And the reason I did that is for right there, right there, you remember it, right? If you just hit the ropes and do a splash, even though the splash looks very good and makes like it makes it look like I, I I really hurt the guy. When you do something character-wise to show charisma, and it's something I have I like have that kind of you know cocky, arrogant persona at times that I like to, to use depending on, on what I'm playing, what I'm doing. Um, I'm big on the on the mannerisms in pro wrestling, and I think it's one thing that is greatly missing, but natural natural ones and it, you got to know who you are and you got to know the timing and the place the place of it um but it's like the meat hook clothesline you know i that whole thing with feed me more in the corner i didn't make that up like i didn't go like oh, i'm gonna do this and like it all started because i was doing the clothesline and i wasn't i was doing my look like, arm circle it didn't feel right and the arm circle like and feed me more started taking off and I remember, I'll never forget, just it was on like a live event. I think it was Eve, Torres, and the Divas. They were the ones that came up to me. Or maybe it was even TV. And I backed into the corner, and the crowds and they, the clothesline was coming, and they started chanting Feed Me More. And I just started kind of moving my body with the Feed Me More chants. And it like they, the feedback that night, I got to the back, and they, the girls came up, they go, Oh, we were going crazy when you were doing that little, little, little Jimmy in the corner little whatever you want to call it the little little skimmy little move deal and and I just go oh thank you and I started doing that and the crowd started going feed me more in the corner with that but that's how things happen and like and then you start feeling it but I was feeling it and when it happened and it just it happened naturally and it's just that's being comfortable though and in the moment and listening and I'd learned to start listening when I got up there rather than like I'm just going to do the moves that I just started relaxing and listening and that's where things present themselves and two being in really good shape cardio wise, 
you're not worried about like losing your breath or anything and you can live in the moment. And then those things, when you have good conditioning, which I credit a lot of my success to, like you start hearing and listening things as everything slows down with that. Yeah, the stem cell procedures I had with BioAccelerator in Columbia were 100% worth it. I've been down there twice, and uh, I would not be where I am right now without them. So why don't you join AEW? Again, you got to then, you know, you got to listen to the show. <laughs> uh, why no more grass-fed whey for Feed Me More Nutrition? Um, because it's it's not good. And it's not good in the sense that it's contributing to animal cruelty. Uh, I've been vegan for going on a year on Tuesday. Um, and I made the decision when I went vegan that uh, I made a business decision that once I started learning about the factory farming and the dairy industry and the torture that these animals and that I was actually contributing to them being tortured and killed um, for their milk production through grass-fed whey, I just said, once it sell out, I'm done. And I'm moving the, the proteins to plant-based because, and then the plant-based are just much better for you. And our caramel cookie tastes very much like whey protein. So with a pea and a little bit of rice protein and that to make it a complete protein. Uh, and we have the uh, complete amino acid spectrum on the uh, labels as well. Uh, but that's why, man, I just made a business decision to be a good human being. Even though I made a lot of money from those. Coast Coast, Coast Coast says, what can I do to burn belly fat? How much protein should I eat at 280 pounds? I've lost 60 pounds, but in a rut. Uh, also, would you go to AEW or the Indies? Um, you have to, again, a basal metabolic rate calculator, get the amount of calories that you need per day, and then you got to start coming in under that and increasing your physical activity. Uh, when you're at the point that you're at, you really got to kind of keep track of things. Um, I would add into your diet, if you haven't checked out our Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner, it's absolutely amazing. It's our bestseller. Um, if you don't want to get that, you can also get matcha green tea. Uh, and matcha green tea, which we is we have a very hefty amount in our Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner, along with many other ingredients, uh, has been shown it to increase metabolism anywhere from 10 to 15% in different studies. So uh, adding uh, a couple matcha green teas that you could buy on Amazon or at your grocery store very cheaply, the tea bags, and just put them in water for 20, 30 minutes, an hour, and then you, you drink it throughout the day. That will also help increase your metabolism a bit. And, you know, it just comes down to making good decisions more often than not consistently. It's a lifelong process. It's not like, hey, I'm going to diet and get in shape and then go back to being a lazy person eating junk food. You don't, it's, it's not, no. You make a conscious decision that improve your food, you improve your mood, and you're going to make a conscious decision that life is energy and that the energy that we consume is directly correlates to how we feel and, and how we live our lives. And that's the decision you got to fully commit on. That's the hungry mindset all the way. Also, uh, would I go to AEW or Indies? We're going to see what options I have when I uh, make a few phone calls when I'm ready. And, and I've already had discussions. Um, and I need, I just, I, I got to be ready. I've been out. I'm not, I'm not in pain anymore. I need to make sure I'm ready. 
You know, I'm in my 30s still, 39, but I'm in my 30s still. But I'm younger than I was five years ago. And I'm younger. I feel better than I have since my 20s. So, um, and I don't foresee any of that changing with the decisions that I've made and changing my my diet up and getting inflammation down. And I think I'm going to be in a very, very good position to make a very positive difference for wherever I go. But I'm a business owner. I own Feed Me More Nutrition, and and that is my my baby and my bread and butter. But I obviously I have a lot of goals that I want to. I, I love pro wrestling. I love uh, I love I love the environment of that of, of being in the ring. I don't like a, I don't like a lot of the things that go on in pro wrestling, but I I, I like performing and I like the adrenaline rush. Um, and I believe there will be valuable opportunities um, when I'm ready. And for whatever reason, if there's not, which I would be very hard pressed to understand why, because I, there's, I, I wouldn't understand that. But for whatever reason, if there weren't, there will be at some places. So, and I already know of it. There's, you know, a lot of guys will have discussions with places, then leak that information online. I don't do that. I think it's bullshit. Like when I'm ready, I'm ready. I let them know, you know, and. I'll be back. So that's why I haven't retired. I don't like the bullshit and the lies because if I said I retired, I'd be lying. I haven't retired. I've been honest from the beginning. I'm coming back and I will come back. I walked away. I got my health back and I'm going to walk back and I'm going to kick ass again because there's only one ride back. I promise you. Uh, yeah, good question, Ryback. How much money do you think you've spent on stem cell injections in total? Uh, Joe Rogan uh, once said that it ain't cheap. It's not cheap. Bioaccelerator has given me probably close to $100,000 in treatments um, between the two times. Um, and then I've had, I don't know if it's 12 or 13 procedures here in the States. And insurance has covered uh, some of those. Some of them were not covered. Um, six figures, regardless. I've had hundreds of thousands of dollars of treatment, though. No doubt. Just in treatment cost. But on my end, probably around the six-figure mark. On stem cells, and that's not counting um, therapists and seeing people, you know, massage thing every week for years on end and on top of just everything, like it, it's my, it, 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 I've spent a lot to get my health back. Yes. But I, I look at it as it's, it's been worth every penny. I was very unhappy being in the pain that I was in. And I'm, 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 I almost feel like I was like, if I lost everything, but I had my health, it would be worth it. Even though I never would want to lose everything. But I, I like, you, you can't, I can't state this enough that if we don't have our health, life is not the same. And, and I say that in the sense that I was in a lot of pain. I don't take pain medication. I didn't want to take pain pills to deal with it. I just dealt with it. And I'm a very positive, happy person in general. But I'm. it definitely affects you. No doubt. I could do things and sit up now and like, I feel like a little kid moving around getting up. And I was like, this is pretty amazing because that wasn't the case just years ago. So no, feed me more is owned by me, buddy. I own everything. And the Ryback trademark is going to be awarded to me in January or February. 
So I will have clean sweep them of everything. So am I full of shit and a liar or am I pretty honest and just don't take shit from bad people? Um, can I fly? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to make the fruity cereal in a plant-based ver version, plant-based version. I got to see if they can do that there. Um, I got to get back with them on the peanut butter. We've gone back and forth on that, trying to get that right. It's getting close, but it's not right yet. Um, because the flavor profiles are different using pea protein and rice protein. <laughs> but I know it can be done. So that's, yeah, the proteins are also very expensive. So that's why I don't, I'm not releasing a bunch of them because I've got so many reorders. We got hit with a ton of reorders all at the same time too. And my lead times are like 10, 12, 14 weeks because of COVID. So I deal with all that on my end, but the, uh, we did get the black shaker bottles and I'm thrilled about that because that was on delay for quite a while. So the new Feed Me More Nutrition black shaker bottles, this, this doesn't have the Feed Me More Nutrition Hungry logo. These are all free with all your orders right now. You get a free shaker bottle, which is selected as the free gift when it pops up uh, on the screen. When you select an item, it'll get us. Do you want to add a, a free shaker bottle? Click yes. And we give it to you for free on that, on your order. So that's why I uh, tell you guys, we hook you guys up. We give you the best discounts on the best supplements. And I try to give you guys value with everything because I know I'm going to get a lot of lifelong customers in that process. Luke Holiday, Halliday, again, uh, with the super chat. Who are your dream opponents uh, in AEW? Honestly, there's I, that roster really intrigues me and interests me um, the most in all of pro wrestling. Um, I'd say everybody. There's so many matchups. And again, though, I look at it, I think, with the right stories in place. And I, and I, I obviously, like I said, I have a few things in my back pocket from a creative standpoint um, that I think if we are able to, to do would create a lot of very exciting matchups. Um, and when I say everybody, I really mean everybody on there. And I, I always look at it as a challenge. Like, you know, I, I, I think about things like this and I was able to do it with Kalisto and guys, I would like, you know, I, at some point, you know, me versus Marco stunt. And there's a way to do that match and get people to fully commit that at one point or time in that match, based off the circumstances, if the story is told correctly, that Marco stunt could possibly beat Ryback. I like, I like getting people. And that's the kind of stuff I think. Um, but I, I, I think there's a lot of matchups, obviously. Um, and, and talking to Cody, and I like where Cody's at now with everything. There's there's history with us. Um, Kenny Omega, I think there's going to be somebody that I think uh, I look forward to hopefully having the opportunity to wrestle for a significant period of time because I think that will instantly shut everybody up on um, 
anything people think about me that um, from that negative portion of the fan base, even though I've proven it time and time again. But because um, I have very good endurance. That's one thing that, again, it's almost the opposite has been told. People think I think sometimes that I don't have endurance. The people that know, know. My endurance, and it's even better now than it ever was because I could breathe through my nose and switching to vegan and my – like it, it, it's, it's the best it's ever been. But like I had fantastic endurance because I would do burpees out of my ass every single day. Um, and I had to, I had to breathe through my mouth. I could never breathe through my nose, but I didn't, I was able to just keep going. Uh, I would be very interested in being able to, to tell a really cool story with Kenny on that. I, I, I like everything he's doing. He's really coming to his own. Um, a lot of, there's a lot. I mean, there's so many, I think Christian's a guy I want to have a program with at some point because Christian's has wrestled. He has such uh, a history and a legacy uh, in the business uh, and the information. I think you, you I would learn, uh, I would, I would get better wrestling him one way or another. Everyone will with him. He's, and he's, he's very, very creative. And I've heard it. That's why I say that. I've been around putting together a match and seeing him take an idea and give a different spin on it. And I go, Whoa, I never would have thought of that at the time. And I, it opened me up to being more creative. So, and I wasn't even working with him, but it was just something I heard. And uh, he's he's a very valuable, valuable pro wrestler to the business uh, in all ways. So, Do I have a favorite uh, brand of bottled water? I need to get an alkaline system for my house, but I, I, if, I, if I'm going to buy a bottle of water, I try to get the alkaline water. And I've heard people go, oh, the bottled alkaline is not real alkaline. I'm like, well, it says it is. So I don't, I don't know what to think. So, but that's usually what I do. I love Sting too, as well. Absolutely. You guys, I think the the dangerous opponent stuff is stuff that Marks talk about. I don't think neither Goldberg or Brock are dangerous at all. Young M, thank you very much for the for the cash. Uh, Tim Matthew says, just ordered. Oh, Super Chat went away. Did you pull the Super? Wait, is it back? I don't know. Maybe it, no, it looked like it disappeared. Pulled the Super Chat. We have another one, though. Frank Odell says, Ryback, do you feel potential negotiations with AEW could be compromised due to the president of Mark Henry being a part of AEW. He has nothing to do with anything. Absolutely not. I wanted it would be that that is, and on top of that, there's everything he said is a 100% flat out lie. 100%. So, and I've already know because they're, I could, it, it's, he, I wish him the best. I'm, he could do his thing. It's not going to affect anything that I do. He's not an on air talent, he's not a wrestler anymore. Affects nothing that I do. And I say that with 100% confidence. I don't even like hearing, I, I don't even like hearing his name. The, the disrespect and the lies will forever, I will never, it's, it's done with, it's over with. It's not something that, and I'm sorry, it is. And if it is, he's going to publicly do it. I'm, there's nothing, there's nothing. In my, we're, we're done. It's absolutely over with, over with. And I already had enough information prior. To, it's, it's over. So, and he knows what he did. He knows what, and he knows without a shadow of a doubt what he did. 
He's he's full of shit. And I'll tell that to him to his face. It, like there's no other like lies. And he can't back any of it up because it's all lies. I wish him the best though. I would never, never want to prevent him from getting a job and you know um and sitting around and collecting a paycheck. Yeah, buddy, check with uh, our one, two, three muscle joint tendon formula by Feed Me More Nutrition is for muscle uh, soreness and inflammation, uh, tendons and joint pain. That's the perfect supplement for you. It is, it is, I take it every day, twice a day, man. It will really, really help you. Appreciate everybody joining in. As always, Feed Me More Nutrition. Available on feedmemore.com. We're going to block that person. And I don't mean to like whatever the Mark stuff. I'm just very passionate about that. And I've, and I did the podcast after it. It was, it was just something that really bothered me because he, it, I have no doubt he was not, he was paid to say that it was because he was following me. He was always watching my stories and I've seen him and we we've gotten along in the past and, and like we weren't friends by any accounts, but we'd gotten along. And I always wondered like why he like followed and watched all my stuff so closely. And it, it makes sense now what it was. It's just, you know, disappointment is an understatement on that, on that. And I think it was a classless move on something on taking a joke that I talked about that was between me and a legal battle that I got going on with WWE and a, and a Twitter joke on social media at, at the Fox page that they didn't realize that wrestling was fake when they signed WWE on and using fake in that context of the joke with Fox at a real sports network, as far as the, the presentation on the show and taking it completely out of context on that and turning it into something that it wasn't. And then to putting out straight lies, I just think was the most disrespectful thing. He had no business getting involved in my business and it's over and done. Uh, me and Armando Estrada get along very well. I wanted him to initially be my manager as I debuted as Ryback. Um, and, and he got released by WWE shortly after we had a meeting with Vince. Uh, it didn't go. Uh, it was at the Royal Rumble. <clears throat> I love Armando. But he was uh, he his confidence wasn't the same when he came back because he wasn't on TV. And he wasn't being used. And he was at home for a year getting a paycheck. And I was had a fire under my ass to get back on TV um, and a sense of urgency based off everything that happened legally with my ankle. And I had to take do a lot of the talking and I was more aggressive in my talking because of the legal stuff. And he wasn't privy to a lot of that at the time. We talked about it when we did the podcast before. Um, but I love Armando. He's a very, I talk to him about pro wrestling. We have, when we talk, he's one of my favorite people to talk to. And I would like Armando to be back in the business because he's a very creative guy and he loved pro wrestling a lot. And I don't understand why WWE did what they did to him because he is a very, he was an over manager and he was a valuable manager and he understands the business, but he's very smart. 
and he asks questions, and they don't really like that. Young M says, use Ryback theme, tune in Jim, and thank me later. Hit loads up, personal best with it. Hashtag feed me more, hashtag meet on the table. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Tim Matthews says, I just ordered the caramel cookie plant-based protein. Can't wait to try it. You and your supplements are amazing. Thank you very much, Tim, man. I just try to give you guys the best because I want the best for myself and for, for my for my customers. And uh, we're getting everything third-party tested right now. Everything's checking back at 100%. Um, as Amazon is requiring that now, which I like. It, but it was a lot because I have a lot of supplements. So it's a lot of more money going out, but it's worth it to get the the, the supplements checked for Amazon. And um, and I know my manufacturer is amazing, and I have I, I know the owner, and uh, I have a, I have, a, I have a, a solid relationship with him. Uh, and when I have a problem, I'm able to talk to him. So and he's been always very accommodating to me. So uh, and respectful as well. So uh, yeah, man, it's. Uh, Having a business and it, it, it's the greatest thing in the world being able to work for yourself. It is a lot of work though, uh, and it can be very stressful at times. But it's uh, it makes me feel very good that I help uh, make a positive difference in people's lives because this stuff has made a real difference in mine. And this is why it's not just supplements, it's the hungry mindset. And that's why I push the motivation and the laughter. If you ever want to know why I share the amount of memes and the laughter that I do, it's because that stuff genuinely makes me laugh. And I learned a long time ago through the secret and through my injuries when I was younger, that laughter is the best medicine. And I don't worry about the portion of people that's going to get offended at my sense of humor. I just go, I go, it made me laugh. It made me feel good. I know if I share this, it's going to make other people feel good. As twisted as it may be at times. But I, if I laugh, I share it. And that's kind of my rules on it. It's like, as long as it's able to be posted and I laugh, um, because I think that's a very, very important part of having a happy, successful mindset. And I also don't fear sharing stuff that people are like, no, that doesn't, that's not brand friendly. I say, fuck you to those people because I'm being myself. Do you want somebody like a shady ass lying politician that's a bullshit con, con artist that lies to you and then acts another way behind the scenes? Or do you want a guy that's himself at all times? You tell me. All I know is I'm going to be myself at all times. And those people that like and respect that are going to follow me. And that's my people. Uh, would I recommend our big guy testosterone booster to people uh, with that have very good hormone levels, essentially, that are just looking to maximize gains. Um, again, it depends on your age with that. Uh, it's again, I, I always say that the big guy test booster is a multivitamin for your testosterone levels in that it just helps increase your luteinizing uh, hormone and follicle stimulating hormone. So which increases your total and free testosterone. Um, your numbers are going to be improved. And everyone that does it, it tends to be anywhere from the one to, to, to two to even some cases 300 points higher on that. So I don't think there's anything wrong with having higher levels. 
with that. You know, if I'm going to say if you're the, it, again, it depends on where your numbers are. If you're mid normal, like I'm going to go, go ahead. Absolutely. If you're upper mid normal already and up at that high point, I'm going to say, no, pass on it right now. You don't need it right now. Can you do it? Yeah. But I would say it's not going to hurt you. It's certainly not going to hurt you. It's not going to lower your numbers or anything like that. It's not a steroid or a pro-hormone. But if it ain't broke, you don't have anything to fix. Uh, if you guys listen to the podcast, you'll see I just talk about people I'd like to work with. Hold on. What is this? All Out Movies says, ever think uh, about just doing stream labs? I've never heard of that. Uh, it works with YouTube and a great way to earn money through live streaming in which they let you keep 100% of your super chats unlike YouTube. Check it out, man. That is interesting. I've never, uh, I, I will look that up. Thank you. I use uh, StreamYard because, and I don't even, what I might do with StreamYard, I, I, the program that I pay for, I'm allowed to do three. I do YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. Uh, and if I pay, I think I can go up to like five or six different outlets where I'm able to stream all simultaneously. You make revenue through all simultaneously. And then I'm streaming on Instagram and TikTok, which TikTok, I they allow... I make money on TikTok as a content creator. Instagram took away my badges, so I no longer earn any money uh, with anything I do on Instagram, but I like to record on there still because I have a large following, even though that that a, a smaller portion see the lives on that. But like the TikToks are really valuable. You know, I'll get anywhere from 30, 40, 50,000 people that watch this show on, on TikTok. And again, not everybody watches the whole show. Some people only might watch 30 seconds. Some people might watch a few minutes. Not everybody has an hour, hour and a half every day, right? To sit there and, you know, and if it's not relevant to anything that they want to know about, you're not going to watch for long periods. But it's, I'm very big on, on hitting a lot of different things through the same work because it just, it, it makes the work more efficient. So I will look at that, and if it can fit into what I'm doing and it's better than StreamYard, then I absolutely will 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 check that out. Justin, oh, damn, so the stripper money is all yours. can never have enough stripper money. I haven't been to a strip club in, in years now. Disco Inferno, by the way, if you guys don't know, Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno is like, he's the man now in Vegas, and I, I've heard... Uh, he's like in charge of like hiring the girls at Sapphire and he used to work like security. He's been there for a long time. He's like worked his way up the ranks at the biggest strip club in Vegas. Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno has probably the greatest job that a man could have. Now, again, maybe not the, the most depends on who you're married to. And, and I, I, I don't know if he has a girlfriend now or if he's single, but if you're a single male, that's absolutely the greatest job you could ever ask for. And he's the Disco Inferno. It, it's so fitting. I, I bet I loved him when I was a kid. I've had him on the podcast. I've done their show. I, I like Glenn a lot. And Glenn is, I, 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 I like Glenn shares his opinion. And I, I oftentimes agree with it way more than I disagree with it. 
I like Glenn. He has a sense of humor. He's funny, man. Good guy. And he played his role to perfection. I watched every Disco Inferno match that came on when I was growing up. If he came on, I watched. I I, I just I thought he was a charismatic, good wrestler, and I enjoyed him. And he was. And he understands the wrestling business. He's funny. I like people that are funny that can laugh. He likes hot chicks. What's not to like about him? I've done Indian food, yeah. I got to do another. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, Godfather's in Vegas. I've, I, Godfather will work out at the gym I go to sometimes. We always have pleasant conversations. He's a very nice man. He's a big dude. Godfather, I used to see him back when I was a kid. Uh, 24-hour fitness it used to be on Rainbow and Cheyenne. It's no longer there. It's a goodwill now. It, it was one of my favorite memories growing up working out at that gym. And um, I used to see him in there, uh, comma, the Supreme Fighting Machine. I was always a fan of his because I used to see him in the gym. So he was the one guy that was like, whoa, that's comma. And my parents would drop me off at the gym and I'd go work out for like three, four hours. And then I'd see comma in there and I'd like, I'd go on to the, he'd be on the elliptical doing the elliptical usually. And at the bench presses were, there was a window where the ellipticals, you could see into the into the free weight room and the benches were all along the window and where you could see the people benching. And I would always go on the bench press and like try to bench press a lot of weight in front of the Godfather to like show him like I'm big bad Ryback. I'm gonna be a pro wrestler. And I'm I'm positive he never saw me once. Um <laughs> and I've told him this. <laughs> but uh that was my memory, man, when I was a kid. So it's uh, and he he lives up this way where I live as well. He's uh, I like him a lot, man. I got to go. So Cam website says just had the vegan orange chicken. My God, a monster! Real good. Cam, is that from the Panda Express? It's in it's in California. One of my friends messaged me and said they still have it going on there in New York City, and I go. I need to shoot down there and do a feeding time video. The location is about four hours from my house if I get there with minimal traffic. So I'm looking at probably at least nine hours of driving time going there and coming back. And I'm like, I if I could time it out, I want to drive to L.A. and go get this done. Unless there's somebody in California willing, willing to get me a Panda Express vegan chicken meal extra chicken with, with the vegan rice and vegetables, just a vegan platter. If anybody in the LA area is willing to drive this to Vegas, I will pay your gas money and food money. And a $20 tip. <laughs> the, the rate is negotiable and a photo op with me as well. And a photo opportunity with me as well. To save me from having to drive all the way down to L.A. We have another super chat here. Super chats are coming in strong tonight. Uh, Frank O'Dell says, do you have any concerns that your distance uh, from your last televised performance will lessen your potential negotiation value for a return? No. And that's also something you discuss. And there's always, there's always various ways 
um, where you could show your value uh, in other ways while still being compensated, where you don't have to sign a long-term contract with that, which I have no doubt about my ability to do. So, mm -mm. and I'm not, it hasn't been that long. It really hasn't. Everyone, in, I have more social media followers than the majority of the wrestlers. And I'm growing, and that's even being suppressed at massively from a multi-billion dollar company, which would be very noticeable, my value, if those, which they, they are very strategic at, they're great with all that, but I'm not worried. And now all that stuff will be, you know, you can say, okay, I understand your concern if that's what your concern is. We go, you know, let's go ahead and do a three-month deal. And then we could really negotiate after that, right? That's how you do it. It's not, there's nothing. I take negatives and turn them into positives, guys. And, and again, and that's all with all due respect on everything. And I'll, I'll always listen to people's concerns on all that. There's very few people left in pro wrestling that have done what I've done. And that could do what I can do. And I believe that. And I'm very confident. And I'm very, very confident because I know I, and I, and I've not lost my conditioning. Conditioning creates confidence. And I'm very, very confident in what I could do. Walter, good to see you, buddy. But that is a that's a great question, Frank. Obviously, um, but I, I I think you know I think things are going to be very good. And I would say this: How long was guys like you know Goldberg and things? And my work rate is far superior to his, and that's no disrespect to him. It, his style, it is what it is, and I love it. Right, but guys, like I'm man. I know what I'm doing and I could wrestle. And that's one thing that the biggest, like, and, I, and I've worked with the very best and I, like I very confident. It's like riding a bike to me. It really is. Fame or money. Uh, no, I think it's with that. So I think there's positives to all of it. I think, so money is freedom. Money is oxygen. You obviously, the, in the, the more money you're able to earn, the better you're able to take care of your family and the more good you're able to do in the world. Uh, money is the greatest thing in the world. Money is not evil at all. People can be evil. Intentions can be evil, right? And we see that with a lot of capitalism for bad and things of that nature. Fame also, I think fame is great that the power that it can allow you for good if you use it for good. I'm not a fan of being bothered all the time with things and under certain situations, and I like my privacy with that. But I've learned to understand that fame can allow you to do a lot of good if you use it correctly. But I, and I absolutely love being off TV. But I, and I, I'm very, I'm very, I do my stuff right. And I've, I get recognized when I go places, but I, I, I'm a very, just like, I like just, I like kind, respectful people. I don't like people that want pictures. I don't, I think pictures are stupid. I'm like, why don't you just say hi and have a good meeting, like interaction in your brain? That's how I am. And that's why I don't understand pictures. Now I understand if it's a kid and kids don't understand. And, but like with adults and stuff, I just don't understand it. I don't. And I never have. But I like, I like just, I, I keep to myself a lot, you know, but here's the other thing. I don't put up with bullshit. And I think that's, so if I, if somebody comes at me and I'm going to give you an example, there's a guy, hold on, let me block jabroni, jabroni nuts over here. 
there's this guy at the gym that I go to, and I don't like going to the gym because I know that this guy is there, and he's he seems a little bit mentally off. He works for the gym. And he'll usually come to me very fidgety, very aggressive, and like he's very nervous, and he always asks very silly wrestling questions, and he's a trainer at this gym. And I, and I get very uncomfortable around him. And I'm kind to him, and I, and I, I cut it short, and I always go about, I'm trying to work out. I'm not trying to, to, to have a 30-minute damn conversation. And the other day, the guy came up to me while I'm in the middle of my set, and he's watching me like a hawk work out. I'm already pissed off now. Second strike is while I'm working out and he's standing over me watching me do my set because he wants to say whatever he's going to say, the next thing out of his mouth was, um, yo, you look tired. I wasn't even remotely tired. I didn't look tired. I like I, I, I get eight hours of sleep more often than not. But like I, I don't know where it was coming from. I was pissed because he was watching me work out. But that was what he wanted to say. So I go, he goes, yo, you look tired. And then the, I go, no, buddy, I'm good. And then he said, he said something else. He goes, no, I take it back. The you're tired was the third thing. He goes, yo, you good? As I was training and I was pissed because he was watching me. Second thing he said, he goes, yo, you good? And, and I go, yeah. And he goes, yo, you look tired. That was the third thing he said. And I just literally just fucking ignored him. And I just went about my business and kept working out. It literally just blew him off. And I, that was the guy I'd seen, like, because I just, I go, what kind of fucking idiot are you that that's what you're coming over to, like, even say, even if that was the case, like, common sense in, like, like, you work out and know, like, I don't know, it's just weird. But, like, if somebody comes at me like that, I'll come back at them with the way that they come at me because I don't put up with bullshit. And that's where sometimes people can take things and, you know, but I'm the nicest person in the world more often than not. And I try, I, I want to be nice and be happy. I just don't have time for stupid, dumb people. <laughs> yeah. You can buy all feed me more nutrition uh, through the website. We have 1999 flat rate to Canada. Oh, that's really cool about Streamlabs, about a robot reading their question. Uh, yeah, we talk about the WWE releases on the beginning of this show, guys. No, I haven't watched any of the Olympics. I don't watch a lot of TV. Hey, buddy, I'm going to go ahead and block you for saying money is evil. You go ahead and see if your parents are sick, uh, how you're going to take care of them without money. Money is oxygen. There's good people and bad people. Money, it can, money is not evil. It, it literally, money is not good. Money is not evil. Like as far as it's, there's good people and bad people, but money is oxygen. You need money to live. You, no doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. If you have no money, you cannot live life. So it is our duty and obligation to earn as much money in as good of a way as possible for us to live our best lives and have the most positive impact if we truly want to make this world a better place. Because there are a lot of bad people 
that have made a lot of money. And those motherfuckers need to be countered. Money is energy. I agree, man. I agree. And as long as you provide a valuable service for the exchange of money one way or another, everybody wins. Eat Ruffles. I will eat Ruffles again, I promise. But I'm going to block you because I've seen that now multiple times. Look like you're spamming a little Ruffle Mark. little fucking Ruffle Mark. Blocked. Shell shock down a pit of spikes. James says, I want to see you and The Undertaker face off. Next time I see uh, Undertaker, Mark, for the fans, I will, uh, hey, Mark, hey, take. We get a face-to-face picture. The fans really want to see it. See what he says. I love The Undertaker. Undertaker's, me and I got along with him very well. He helped me a lot early on. I'm actually switching to electric in my vehicles. I'm waiting. I might go trade in my vehicles and uh, get an electric vehicle now and then wait for the Cybertruck to come out and then get that as well. I'm looking at vehicles. I saw Dodge is going to release electric Dodges starting in 2023. So I'm really pumped with the future. I'm going electric to get rid of the gas so I can get full value for my gas vehicles before they start. Because what's going to happen is if we don't trade those in now, <clears throat> the the value of the gas vehicles is going to go down pretty soon, I believe, in the future uh, with the more mainstream electric gets because the resale on the gas is going to be, they're not going to be the same. I think there's still going to be a market for them because they're going to be cheaper than electric. But I think as we shift over to electric, um, you want to get full value for your vehicles while you can. I've got two badass vehicles paid off. I want. I don't want to be... But like, oh, no, you can't. You know, we're not going to give you any money for those. I want to get as much as I can for them. I've wrestled Moose, actually, in Canada. We had a nice little match. I was very, very hurt when I wrestled him, but I thought we had a, a decent little matchup. I do see some of Seamus' stuff. I like Seamus a lot. Me and Seamus, I haven't talked to him in a bit, but we've talked – in the past, we have we'll have a phone call here and there. I text Rusev the other day. I told him I enjoyed his match uh, from uh, Dynamite. I, I like the way that he's uh, he's he's really coming to his own. He's really standing out, in my opinion, on that show. Uh, MJB in the P two B. Thank you for the super chat. He asked, what do you think about WWE releasing talent while they have a video game releasing this year? Yeah, I don't know. There's something going on for sure with the release of the talent. We talked about it earlier in the show. And I don't know if Vince is privy to maybe another lockdown and they're trying to shave off and keep the earnings report strong because they're making more money than ever. Um. <clears throat> Or if they're shaving money uh, on the short-term side to set up for a sale at some point. Because also, Vince is, is a smart man. Um, if their numbers are as good as possible in all areas, uh, when that sale is made, and say Disney, say it's Disney that buys them out. 
then Disney can then go ahead and rehire these guys that that they fire under different contracts. And that's not Vince's problem anymore. Vince is probably, and Vince loves money, and that's fine. But Vince is looking at, he wants to, I think at this stage of his life, if he sells, it's, he wants to be, I think when he dies, he cares about what his net worth is. That's my opinion. Based off the way he's lived his life to now, I believe that he wants his net worth to be as high as possible when he actually dies. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. Even though at the end of the day, I'm of the kind of stance like, you know, and, and, and I look forward to being in this position that, you know, uh, when I'm at that age and I feel my time and my days are numbered, I want to give away as much as my money as possible while having my stuff and living my best life to my family, my friends, and, and to the causes that I believe in so that the day that I die, I have no money left in my name or that the money that is left in my name goes, gets distributed. You know what I mean? Which I'm sure he has all that in place, but but I would want to be using that money as that as, as that time goes on and giving it away. Everyone's different on their mindset on that. I think some people like are obsessed. I know it's a fact they are. Like they were like they need to be worth 10 billion and or a hundred billion or twenty billion or one billion. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, none of that matters. It doesn't matter at all. What matters is is what you leave behind and in, in, in inspiring people and having a positive impact on the world. And that's one of the things that disappoints me in him from a person. And then again, and just from my personal dealings with him, and and I I say that from how he treats the people that have given him everything. Man of Steel, I'm going to get to your... Is Ricky Scurvy back in here tonight? Yeah, Walter, I saw that Brock butchering video. I haven't seen it. I saw the pictures of it. And, uh, you know, he's always... that He grew up on a farm and that, but... I'll have a conversation when I see him again about trying to get Brock to go vegan. I think I could sell him on it because show him how freaking jacked I am. First of all, he's not going to believe me that I'm vegan. I'm gonna be like, Brock, I'm fucking vegan. And then I'm going to test him, challenge him to a cardio test. And then when I beat him, he's going to be like, fuck, I want to have better cardio. And I'm like, you can actually build better muscle too. This is why. And then I'll explain it to him and then he'll be vegan. Or maybe he won't. He'll F5 me into a fucking pile of hay. Uh, MJB in the P2B. What do you think about? Oh, wait, I already answered that. Stupid. Man of Steel. Sorry, buddy. Uh, are there preset picks or something at your signing? Or can you bring something three and a half hour drive, but maybe take the trip? Also try the surf and, uh, the surf and sea moss native. Oh, I'll have to check that out for the deodorant, buddy. Thank you. I've, I like the coconut and vanilla, though. I go that in between the other one and the other spice one that I have. Um, dude, definitely. Come, if you can come down to that signing, that'd be awesome, man. That'd be cool to see you. It's going to be at the Albany Mall, then I'm going to be at the show later on. So uh, I don't know which one you'll be able to go to, but that'd be cool. It'd be nice to meet you. The uh, And they're going to have all the photos and all that there on their end with all of that. I don't know which one. I'll have to, I got to talk to them on which one they're going to have with all that. They take care of all that, though. So I'm not bringing like merchandise or I'm not doing it. I, I'm, I'm just going straight for the signing and to, to meet people and to have a good time. 
Uh, Frank Odell says, hold on. Where'd that question go? Frank asks, do you have any concern that you missed the peak in market for negotiations? As WWE is releasing veteran talent of value, which may take from talent leverage as a whole in this industry. Nope. So you got to understand. So here's the other thing, guys. Like I, so I got everything that I have right now. I could go back and sign for $1. I could sign for $1 to go back to pro wrestling. I'm going to make so much more money in everything that I have. I'm going to be one of the highest paid wrestlers in the history of wrestling. And I, I firmly believe that. I don't think you guys understand what I have going on and what I'm doing and what I'm making to begin with. I believe when I go back to pro wrestling, I'm in control. I'm not even, of course, I want to make maximum value. And a lot of that is set up in performance and in merchandising with that. Downside is great. I want to have the highest downside as possible. I am going to benefit in so many ways. I'm not worried. I don't give a fuck if I miss the peak. My peak is my stuff. There's more money in this than acting. The supplement industry and what I will be able to bring in when my stuff is one, not suppressed anymore, and I am back on TV, and I'll be the only supplement guy in the game on mainstream TV. I'm not worried. $1 could be my downside. Do I want that? No. $1 could be my downside. And I'm going to be one of the highest paid wrestlers in the game because of what I'm doing. I have hustled in this down period and set this all up. I understand marketing and sales and social media very well. I'm being suppressed heavily. You don't even know how good my social media game is because of what's going on. But I promise you, you will. So that's my answer. That's a great question, though. I don't. I'm not mad at that. I, I like you guys just to understand my mindset on things. Ricky Scurvy. Ricky Scurvy is back. Good to see you, Ricky. You always bring a smile to the big guy's face when I see that you're alive. Ricky's a good guy, guys. A little rough around the edges. He wears a fake gold chain. I know no doubt he's sitting shirtless with his fake gold chain with a little green stain on his undersized dime, stack of dime necks, eating a bag of flaming heart, hot Cheetos. Probably eh, regular, not baked. He doesn't care about his health. And uh, probably drinking a Mountain Dew. A lot of sugar and a lot of sodium and, uh, and a lot of fat. And, and, but he's kind of like, he's a little skinnier, I think, skinny fat maybe. And um, But he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And he has a sense of humor, so I appreciate it. Guys, also on TikTok, I can't stress this enough so everybody listening, because we got a good amount of people. We actually have the... 
a good amount of people watching on Ryback TV here live. I need everybody to go to my TikTok, the big guy Ryback22. I have entered the WWE, and I haven't actually entered. I just did the hashtag. It's all a rip. But I want to win the contest so that they're forced to see my face and I, that I get to do the ring announcing. I'll do it professionally. I would always always professional when, I, when you're doing the deal. But the uh, <laughs> I want to win the TikTok contest. I need the TikTok has over sixty thousand views, which is great. But I get it hasn't fallen into the algorithm because I've got a lot of stuff goes into the millions. I need you guys to like and share my WWE announcer contest video. I'm wearing a gray CT Fletcher uh, shirt, workout my shirt, and I'm announcing the John Cena Roman Reigns match. Please go to my TikTok and like and share that TikTok. We need that to fall into the algorithm. If that if that video gets the most views, we could we could potentially strong arm the deal, force WWE to have to bring me into SummerSlam as the winner of the announcing contest. I think it is fucking hysterical, and I. It's, <laughs> So I want it to the very least to win at the very least. So do me a favor, guys, hit up my TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. You just scroll down a little bit. You'll see I'm wearing the gray shirt, holding the microphone, doing the announcing. Like it, share it, do whatever you can to put it out there. Let's get that video trending on social media and uh, and making the, the, I would have to appear as the big guy Ryback Reeves because I would not let them use the trademark with the trademark deal going on. So I would use my legal name so it has no bearing on the trademark case. So the debut of Ryback Reeves as the ring announcer for SummerSlam. Let's get me to win that contest just so I can show up fucking wearing my suit, smiling all day, fucking the big guy's back, bitches. <laughs> I would go completely intoxicated. I would do an amazing job ring announcing. I would practice. I would literally go all out, do a very serious ring announcing uh, and have a good showing. And then... um <laughs> that would and get the hometown pop. It'd be a hell of a pop here in Vegas. Come out wearing my Feed Me More Nutrition face mask, announcing with a face mask. Beautiful thing. You take your physique tips from CM Punk. <laughs> That's why I like you, Ricky. You, you're good at the comebacks. Uh, living in Vegas is, is I love Vegas, but it's getting very crowded, getting very, very crowded. The California people uh, are making it a lot worse. Yeah, the you can't see them, but China certainly can. I thought that was very witty. I did that on the fly. I saw the thing. I go, I'm going to go enter that contest right now and make a, a video. I filmed it in one take. It was as natural as possible. So I think it, that's why I love it so much. Thank you very much, Matt of Steel. That's why I like you. You're a supporter. You help me, man. And I, I greatly appreciate it. I always appreciate you helping me out and sending me little tips and things. I'm always learning. I don't know everything. Yeah, the TikTok ring announcer challenge. Hashtag is something, something hashtag WWE announcer challenge, I think. My video pulls up if you... I'm in... The, last, I haven't checked here in like four or five, four or five days. 
I was in like the top seven or eight uh, as far as based off of likes. There's some people that have a lot that their videos have been out for a lot longer than mine, but I have more followers. If I could get my video to fall into the algorithm, I'll get millions of views and, and blow all these people out of the water. The video just never fell into the algorithm. It's hit or miss. You know, some stuff does, some doesn't. That's why I need people to, I think if it gets going, it's going to take off. So that's why I'm hoping people will do. So I'm, I'm saying if you guys want to see me at SummerSlam, you need that video to, to, to get number one. Where's all my Indian fans at? Let's go, guys. Get that video to number one. Don't let me down. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Accompanied by the fat schmuck, Oswald Cobblepot. You guys got to watch the Batman movies to, to understand that reference. I thought it was a very, very clever reference. Uh, please say my name, Ryback. Um, Uh-oh, another one of those weirdo. Do you like Roman Reigns? You're blocked. I've, I've loved Roman Reigns, but I think you're weird for asking 30 times. I love Steiner math. Steiner math is life. Ooh, good soup. We're going to wrap this up here in a second, guys. Rodrigo Luna says, hey, Ryback, from Mexico. I haven't watched wrestling in like four years, and I just want to ask uh, if it's troubling for you as well to be a fan. Um, I watch matches still and things. I think uh, Al Snow did a very good interview that I saw that he talks about uh, talent um, – is no longer wrestling for the fans, but they're wrestling for the, the boys and girls in the back. Uh, wrestling for the boys and girls in the back. And uh, he's absolutely 100% correct. I don't worry about that. I've learned, and we all have our opinions on wrestling and the product, and we all like different things. I know what style and what things I like the best, and the education that I received from some of the best minds of the psychology that was, that was respected um, that I believe is why I'm very valuable because not a lot of people understand that. Um, and it is what it is. Uh, I want wrestling to be as popular as possible. And I think and for me going back to wrestling, I'm going to continue to do all the things that I do. And I hope I reach a much larger portion of people because I want those people to come to pro wrestling. And I think if every wrestler did this and hustled on social media like crazy, we can get the audience up. I really believe it. It's going to take a group effort, though. It really will. But the product does need to change in, in certain regards. And But all I can control is me, my matches, and my storylines. And I've learned not to stress myself out over everything else. So I'm not worried. Uh, another guy, I, I see you come back with a different username and you know, a different country every time. I block you every time, though. What's your name? I couldn't see it because I blocked you. All right, guys, we got to wrap up here. I got to eat. I got to do this fast, get a little more work done. I got to do more softball for probably an hour, hour and a half. <sighs> a lot of softball work tonight. It's worth it, though. Tomorrow is going to be a big day, scar tissue-wise. But I'll try to hop on and do another live since I'm fasting uh, tomorrow with you guys as well. I greatly appreciate the love and support. Uh, again, Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com is the best way to support uh, and get the best supplements in the game. 
Guys, you could save 20% discount code Ryback Show 20, Ryback Show 20 over on feedmemore.com. Have a great evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, get some good sleep and stay hungry, my friends. Feed me more.